Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Hope everybody's feeling good. Another episode today on yet another spiritual exercise or practice. So we're actually sticking with the same paragraph from last episode, for those of you in my class. Um, the ideas we get from Pierre Hadot's Philosophy as a Way of Life and the list from Philo of Alexandria. This is a great list, by the way. Um, so two more things today from the list I want to bring to our attention and kind of give us a suggested direction with it. I'm actually pretty excited about this. I think this is a cool uh set of ideas. So on this list, he simply t- he simply says, for this idea of cultivating and caring for the self and knowing the self, we can think about reading and listening as exercises that lead us towards self-mastery, right? So I think right off the bat, that seemed relatively simple, right? We're all reading things every day. We're all listening to things every day. But the hope with this would be that we take more of a conscious control over what we listen to and what we read. I think this is actually very relevant or could be potentially very relevant for those of us who right now might be getting ourselves in a state of excessive anxiety or stress over um, the coronavirus, right? So by that, I mean, if you're constantly watching the news, and this this actually also, I think, transcends our current circumstances um, to include everyday life, right? If you're constantly consuming negative things and what you read and what you listen to, you're likely going to be affected by that, Right. So it's not to say be uninformed or don't check the news at all, but we have to think about our relationship to this type of input and to this type of consumption, right? And there should be a goal in the context of what we read and what we listen to, and that's what I mean by consumption in this context, uh, to help us grow as people, right? To help us grow in virtue, help us be more joyful, happier, more just, more productive, more action-oriented, right? Whatever you want to do, right? So what we consume with what we read and listen to can affect that. And I actually agree with this really, um, really strongly because I even notice for myself that if I go too far away from certain habits of reading and listening, I get some negative impacts there, right? I can feel that almost, to be honest with you. So for me, one of the first things I do in the morning is I put on music. And it's going to be upbeat music. It's going to be happy music. It's going to be music that gets me in a good space. And that's literally one of, if not the first thing I do upon waking up, right? I start consuming something positive. So, for example, right? Analyze your consumption habits in terms of reading and listening as they stand now, right? Do the things you read, do the things you listen to make you happy? Do they make you unhappy? What are you reading on a daily basis, right? And we could even not substitute, but think of reading also as viewing, right? Visual consumption. So you're reading a book, you're also reading a TV to an extent, you're reading your phone to an extent, right? So see what's immediately perhaps brought to mind that you could get rid of, or at the very least, you could do less of, right? If I listened to the news for maybe experiment, right? 10 minutes less a day for five days, and then check in with myself on day five, who knows? I might be happier, right? So that's what we want to do first. Always try to start with what we know, right? So what are your current habits? Examine those. All right, so where could we just get rid of some some unnecessary stuff, right? Again, as a practice of self-examination and as a practice of pursuing self-mastery, right? And by self-mastery, in this case, we might simply mean, all right, I have a tendency to be frustrated, angry, stressed, anxious. Let me try to fight these passions. Let me try to reel them in a little bit, right, Um, and grapple with them more effectively. So we can maybe start with this conversation again around what we read and listen to. So that's one. Let's get rid of some stuff maybe, right? Second thing I think would be to add something new, right? So for example, you want to cultivate mastery 
let's even stick with the self, right? There are a lot of great books, including those that are listed and included in our anthologies that we have for the, our anthology that we have for the class. That if you were to listen to ten minutes a day of some philosophy in an audiobook, or go on YouTube, for example, and find some audiobooks, or find some TED talks, or find some people talking about philosophy and with a specific topic, right? So again, maybe you're someone who's anxious. Research how to be less anxious. Don't do it all day, right? We all have stuff to do, but make it a habit for seven days to sit and listen to something that can help you grapple with, again, I'm just choosing anxiety as one example, help you learn about this thing that you're experiencing and then take notes on it, then read those notes and then try to turn those notes, those new ideas into a set of actions for yourself, right? And then reflect on those actions and give yourself credit for not succumbing to anxiety in the same way. I think this also works for like anything else in life, right? You want to learn about how to invest your money, okay? Make it a habit to listen to something, to research something, which by the way, research is another suggestion in this paragraph from Philo of Alexandria on how to cultivate self-mastery, right? So all these things I think connect really nicely, but again, for the purposes of our work now, it's like, what can you do on a daily basis in terms of a practice, right? So a lot of this will, as we said already, revolve around self-examination. What don't I know? about these things, right? Well, how can I know more and then turn that knowledge into action so I can actually lead a better life, right? So that's a suggestion number two, add a practice of listening or reading about something of interest to you that will be useful to your development as a person. That's maybe even connected to your major, for example, but it has to be an extra thing, right? So one, get rid of some stuff after you examine what maybe is causing us some suffering, for example. Two, add something new, make it a habit, because we're building at that point, right? Then number three, which I think is also very interesting, and I've done this in the past a lot, and it's been helpful, choose a mentor, right? So for me, obviously, I do this for a living. So I've read, for example, Marcus Aurelius' Meditations a lot. Like I've read, that, I've read that book multiple times. I've taught it multiple times. So to a degree, in my thinking now, I can sort of pull up ideas from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations that have definitely helped me lead a better life, right? Um, so he's in a way like a mentor, someone who I return to for advice, who's going to help me thrive. So what I would suggest maybe is choosing a mentor. And again, it could be a philosopher. That'd be a good idea for this class. Um, choosing one of the philosophers that we've already studied in the anthology that resonates with you or their work resonates with you. Right. And then maybe either making your own book to a degree, right. Or taking a pen and paper, writing down the things that from this one philosopher have been the most useful for you, examining them. So kind of combining the hupnamata there a little bit, right? Um, but sticking with that one philosopher in a more specific way, maybe doing more research on them, watching videos online, maybe buying one of the books that I have selections from and reading the entire book, um, and basically increasing your exposure to this one philosopher's way of thinking for seven days over a week, sitting down for 20 minutes a day and reading more, writing more. Again, we have a lot of time left in the semester. Maybe you want to adopt this and spend more time with it, right? But the idea of reading and listening with one, let's even use a Socratic word, right? One interlocutor for an extended period of time, I think can be really useful, right? This is also why I think, as we said in class too, for my class, um, why a lot of us might have certain musicians that we return to a lot. We listen to all their albums, like all their songs, right? Every time they release something new, we're always going to get it because there's a, there's a conversation going on there between you and their work that's meaningful for you, that's helping you grow.
right? Even doing this exercise with a musician is kind of a cool idea. Writing down the lyrics that are meaningful to you, talking about why they're meaningful, how can you embody the lyrics in a way that, again, will help you cultivate virtue, help you suffer less, help you thrive more. But again, it's that 20 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, sitting down with it, writing, reflecting, talking to others about it, that I think makes that meaningful, right? So let's get control of our reading and our listening, and let's maybe adopt a new practice that can add to our lives in a meaningful way. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening. Take care.